Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG. I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affect your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you find it helpful, please leave a review so other women can get the same benefits. Let's start this episode. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. Um, uh, today, I'm going to talk to you about surgery and in particularly what you can do if you know that surgery is coming up um, maybe you're about to have a laparoscopy to get diagnosed or maybe you have surgery to have endometriosis removed or uh, cysts drained or removed Uh, maybe you're going to have um, IVF and you have your uh, egg harvest coming up Um, all of these types of surgery uh, are very have a major impact on your body and there are things you can do to minimize that impact so to get to in a really healthy place beforehand and then recover faster um, and I think it is to be able to recover faster it is important that you uh, get what I call match fit for your surgery um, and I often compare it to um, if you were to, you know, you had never run a marathon before and you've signed up to run one, you wouldn't just sit there and wait till the day of the marathon, then run the marathon and then have a, a very extensive recovery uh, plan in place because you wouldn't be able to run the marathon and it would be so heavy, so bad for the body that you it would take forever to recover. So by getting to your the best physical state that you can um, at the point of your surgery, the recovery will be much easier. And the many things you can do to get match fit, if you like. Um, and I think it is important to really do this because it, it it's very traumatic for your body to have uh, surgery, even if it is keyhole surgery, and because of the fact that you have endometriosis um, and therefore we know that your immune system isn't functioning optimally and the digestive system also has its challenges, um, the impact will be much stronger. So the more you can do to get ready um, and to be in the best physically in the best possible place uh, will really help you get through it more easily and recover faster. Um, so, for example, some of the things that really impact your your body because of the surgery is um, anesthetics um, that are going to be used, whether you're going to be fully under or whether it's just local anesthetics, um, they, they end up in your body and your, your liver needs to uh, get rid of it um, by detoxifying. Um, and that in a healthy person, that should take about a week. But in a not so healthy person, and let's be let's be realistic, you are not a healthy person. You have a chronic disease. Um, it takes longer. Um, the other thing is the surgery itself. Um, even if 
with a laparoscopy where the incision itself could be really small, it's still uh, the act of, of incision causes major trauma on the body and the bo- your body will respond with a crisis response. And that means that your immune system kicks into overdrive. And we know that your immune system already is hypersensitive and is, is already functioning constantly at a level where um, where it's fighting uh, all sorts of things that are not necessarily the, re- the reason for fighting. That's where you have inflammation. Um, and so because of the incision, as soon as an incision is made in, in your skin in some way, um, that the immune system kicks in because it now has to protect you from potentially dangerous pathogens that can enter your body. Um, and inflammation is one of the key strategies. So your inflammation increases simply by the act of um, having being, having an incision uh, made. Um, the other thing is uh, that your if you, especially if you have a full anesthetic, uh, your digestive system will shut down um, and it will take time to wake up again, um, which is really un- problematic um, if you have constipation um, or uh, nausea um, is one of your symptoms, but definitely with constipation. Um, so, it, you know, your your gut will be extra sluggish and it already is sluggish. So um, you'll feel it will be even more difficult to go to the toilet. And then the other part of surgery, especially with a laparoscopy, is that gas will often be um, pumped into your uh, abdomen uh, because it, it, that creates space. Um, and this gas needs to be absorbed and processed by the liver to be able to be removed from your body. So your liver is working overtime. Um, and then you might get medication after your surgery. So you might get pain medication. Even if it's just Panadol, and typically it's it's um, the extra strong Panadol, um, it still needs to be removed and it still needs to be detoxified via the liver. Um, and you may get antibiotics. Um, and antibiotics are very, they're given to prevent infection. Um, they do a great job of killing dangerous bacteria, but they do just as good a job of killing good bacteria. And we know that um, most people with endometriosis have um, a a microbiome, especially in the gut, that is out of whack, so too many bad bacteria, not enough good ones. And so the good ones, uh, you you might say, well, then at least the bad ones are killed. Yes, but the good ones are killed as well. Um, And so you really have to um, work hard to repopulate your gut. Um, so I usually say that you need to start preparing for your surgery at least two weeks before. Uh, if you can do longer, that would be great. But if you give yourself two weeks of, of intense training, if you like, um, that will be really, it will really help you. Um, so two weeks before you start, um, I'll suggest you adjust your diet by removing gluten and dairy. Uh, gluten and dairy are the most common food intolerances uh, amongst people with endometriosis and so by removing it's it's just a safe bet that you very likely to be intolerant to either gluten and or dairy Um, and so removing that from your diet will help your gut to 
to relax, uh, to recover, to start healing, um, and for your immune system to not react to these um, foods uh, these, that, that it thinks is, are dangerous. Um, if you take fish oils, it is important to stop taking them two weeks before your surgery um, because fish oils can thin the blood and that is uh, not very helpful. So take them uh, up to two weeks for, for your surgery, but then you have to stop taking them. And then um, after your surgery, you can start taking them again. Um, it's also a good idea to for these two weeks to do gentle exercise. So if you don't really do any exercise, because it, it's such a physical um, experience, uh, surgery for, for your body, it's a good idea to get fitter as well so if you've never if you don't really do a lot of exercise do gentle exercise go for a for a 10 to 15 minute walk a couple of times a day uh, if possible outside in nature uh, but do do more a bit more of that gentle exercise if you like yoga or just stretching just do something to help um, physically make your body fitter as well then one week before your surgery, um, it's very valuable to start taking a vitamin C supplement. Um, you just look at about 500 milligrams a day. Vitamin C um, is very helpful in wound healing. So if you uh, by 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 starting to add vitamin C, uh, you, you you're starting to get ready for wound healing, even the smallest wound. Um, even in, in laparoscopy, it seems like a small wound, but it actually goes through a lot of different, um, uh, well, first through, through whole skin, but then also through other layers um, and, and other tissues. So um, you, you really need to be well up on your vitamin C. And vitamin C um, is, and, and is, is just also a very powerful antioxidant, so that helps as well. Um, make sure that you eat good quality protein. Um, protein is needed um, to, uh, to make tissue. To, to make right, it's a, it's a building block of um, of of every tissue in your body. So you want to make sure that you eat every meal has a source of good quality protein. If you eat meat, then make sure that you have a small amounts. You don't need an enormous amount, about fifty grams, seventy grams at most, uh, of of meat of of fish. Um, chicken, um, but, but make sure that, that you have it with every meal. Um, increase your fiber. So make sure that if you eat more uh, protein, also make sure that, you, and if you, by the way, vegetarians and vegans, uh, good sources of protein are legumes. Um, I often don't recommend that you eat soy, but in, I think in, because it affects, um, they contain phytoestrogens, um, which um, we don't want to add more estrogen to your system because endometriosis reacts, uh, responds to estrogen levels. But um, leading up to surgery, I definitely uh, think that it would be a great source um, uh, to, uh, to make sure that you get good uh, protein. So also increase your fiber because fiber will help clean your gut um, and will help get rid of um, uh, the, help your liver to get rid of um, all sorts of things. So um, lots of fruit and vegetables, fresh um, 
and and um, preferably so as I said go gluten free so no um, breads but um, you know brown rice lentils legumes um, and and lots of fr- fruit and veg. Um, if you know that you're iron deficient, um, you also want to look at foods that are high in iron. Um, so red meat will be helpful. Um, if you do have an iron supplement, don't stop taking it. But remember, um, it can often contribute to constipation. So you don't want um, to increase the amount that you take. But um, look for foods that contain iron. Okay, so that's leading up to the surgery. And then you have your surgery. And then there's things you can do afterwards. Um, it's, um, I always say just wait till you get home uh, because it's, it's quite difficult to do some of these things in hospital. But when you come home, definitely take vitamin C. This is where you need it. Uh, you can do a, a, up to 100 milligrams. So, uh, but do it in divided doses. So do 500 and 500 uh, because it helps wound healing. Um, eat light meals. Uh, remember your gut, um, your digestive system has shut down and it takes a while for it to come back up. So you don't want heavy meals. So you want light meals. And I recommend mostly initially plant-based. Um, if you do want to add a, a, an animal protein, um, I suggest adding uh, some fatty fish like tuna or salmon or mackerel because they are high in omega-3. Um, once you get home, you can take your fish oils again. Um, a probiotics um, can be, if you, especially if you've been given antibiotics, um, is, is very important to start adding some good bacteria back to your gut. So uh, to find one that is, um, and, and preferably a practitioner prescribed one. So you may need to ask, find a, a, a naturopath or, um, or you can, you know, contact me, but um, a good quality probiotic with lots of different strains and lots of them. So you want billions um, of of them and um, more, more, but also varied is best. Uh, make sure that you eat fiber. So um, preferably water soluble. So the pears and apples and legumes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, beets, carrots. Um, and um, I very strongly recommend that you add turmeric to your diet, but potentially also as a, s- a supplement because turmeric is nature's um, antibiotic and anti-inflammatory, so um, can be very helpful. Um, and drink lots of water. Um, you need to have help flush out um, a lot of uh, toxins from your surgery and uh, you need to keep drinking. It also helps um, with, um, if you are constipated, um, it can help make it a little bit softer, the stools. Um, and you might also want to think about um, sulfur-rich foods. And these are garlic and onions and leeks um, and, and egg yolks, um, to, to also help you recover. So there's a lot you can do to, to lead, you know, to get into your best physical uh, uh, state possible leading up to your surgery. And then there's some simple things you can do afterwards to recover 
uh, more quickly. Um, and um, it, it really is, uh, as long as you remember that it really has a major impact on your body. And if you've been through it, you probably, you probably know what I'm talking about. Right, that's it for today. Um, and I'll talk to you soon in the next recording. Bye for now. Many women with endometriosis find themselves in a cycle of surgery, recovery, feeling better, pain returning, and then needing surgery again. If you want to go through surgery that you have coming up as well as possible and recover as fast as possible, I have a course for you that you might be interested in. It's called Endometriosis Surgery, Getting Fighting Fit and Recover Fast. In this course, you will learn how to adjust your diet from two weeks before your surgery or longer to get yourself fighting fit, what to eat to recover faster, and how to prevent or at least postpone your next surgery. In the show notes, you'll find a link to find out more and to sign up for this course.